Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to MasterChef. We are so excited because it's all about crabs today. We got dull crabs and we got some really shiny crabs. That's what we do it. Crabs. Let's get it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey. hey. Oh. So, this doesn't finger point. It doesn't go with the song, no, Frank. You can't just finger it. point on every do song. It. There you go. <laughs> and then we get some lights. <laughs> yeah, Celia, thank you. <laughs> it's like a mellow, like. Yeah, there you go. Some uh, mellow finger points mellow, for you. Get a mellow finger. <laughs> oh, yes, I almost got him to do that. I almost got him to jump on the finger point. Almost. I loved it. But not quite. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. It is Master Chef. We are back again. I feel like our um, we keep getting smaller and smaller. You know, we start off with three, and then I'm um, talking about host. It's true. Uh, we had three again, and then now it's the two of us. But you know, it's it's just uh, you know addition by subtraction. Right? Is that there what it you is? Go. That's what they call it. So yeah, okay. we may have lost two, but boy, this is going to be double the pleasure. Double the pleasure. Yep. Let's see. <laughs> I'm your host, Lim Gonzalez, and next to me, the guy I'm rapping with is uh, Frank Moran. What up? Not much, Lim. Excited to be back with you. It's been way yeah. too long. Yes, I know. Next week, we'll have everybody here. That's true. We'll have everybody here. We'll have the girls with us, and uh, we'll have a full, and maybe we'll have a guest. True, but now yeah. I don't have to share you with anybody. I Oh, gosh. Uh, so let's get into this episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be awkward. I know it, but I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm not going to let you get me down, Frank. Never, I'm never. I'm here you... to lift you up. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to start here. Um, first of all, what do you think about the episode as a whole? Uh, all about the crabs. It's all about the crabs. Yeah, that, it. <laughs> I will say, when, when we get to break down the specifics, but all I'll just say is bringing in the black light, that was just ridiculous. That was crazy. <laughs> that was... I was like, is he really, like, turn the lights down? Yeah. And he really had the black? Like, like it was like CSI some stuff. It was great. It was just so over the top. Yeah. I was like, okay, sounds great. Uh, but overall, you know, I'm a sucker for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically because Joe Bastianich being back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love him. He is such a sourpuss. Uh, it's it's been so much fun having him back in the, uh, in the mix as, as a judge. And Aron is good too. I like Aron. I mean, I've seen him on other uh, shows as judge as a judge. Um, I really like him on Chopped. Yes, um, he's my favorite on there. So um, having him on this show, I think he's he, he's very positive. I think he's a good go between between Chef Ramsay and Joe. I would agree. I also have noticed. I feel like much more than Chopped. Maybe because they focus so much more on the contestants during that, but. He does a lot of just like nodding. Mm-hmm. He's always like, mm-hmm. whether it's Gordon like breaking down, doing a culinary demonstration for right, everybody, right. he's just on the sidelines going, right? <laughs> like, all right, you uh, you do it. Right. I'm wondering if 
um, if if Gordon Ramsay is going to do all the demonstrations, because I would love to see Aron do something. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, especially as Mexican food. So I don't know if maybe if they have a challenge that has to do with Mexican food, maybe he'll he'll do that. He but did would, some last season. Um, oh, he did. Yes. Okay. Which so I was amazed when it all of a sudden two episodes in a row it's been Gordon. I'm right. Like, no. All right. So, I mean, being that, and, and I said the right, like I couldn't remember. Yes, he did. But I want to see him, I do want to see him do his thing, um, definitely. So maybe we'll see it coming up because um, he is an excellent chef. Um, I also want to say that um, Taylor is my crush um, this season. Um, oh, oh. I always have one, you know. Of course. Um, I do like Taylor. Um, I like I like how she kind of did her thing, you know, the first episode. Um, but, yeah, she's my crush on this season. Um, so I'm just putting that out there. Just saying, there, there it is. It's in the atmosphere. Boom. Um, I think she's a great chef too. Well, great. I will tell you the person that annoys me this season. Who's that? And that's uh, the crybaby guy. I was just gonna say crybaby. <laughs> yes, the young nineteen-year-old crybaby. Uh, yep. Yo, when he's like, "Oh, I got this because uh, I'm from," uh, and I'm like, "Dude, are you serious?" Like, I just want like, okay, they they talked about me really bad. You weren't here, but I was really going in on him. And I was like, dude, this dude. And they're like, no, you can't be nice. And I'm like, no, because he had this attitude like he was hot stuff. And I feel like all the young ones do. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's one that's super young, the youngest one that's there, I don't know if they feel like they have the most to prove, but they always are the most cocky out of everyone that's there. And it's so annoying because they because when they get shut down quickly, they lose it so exactly, fast. Exactly, exactly. So I really, I don't want to say I wanted him to fail, but I didn't want him to do that. I mean, he didn't do, he wasn't perfect. So, but he did obviously get to go up, you know, upstairs and didn't have to commit uh, or participate, excuse me, in the elimination challenge. So um, we talked about it already, but they're working with crabs. And so um, there's a skills test uh, that Ramsum, Ramsey puts them through and he shows them how to, I really like this actually. Uh, he shows them how to cook it and then break it down and then kind of put it together with this great presentation. Have you ever had that in, in real life at a restaurant or, or seen anybody have that? I I have had that, and I wish it was done like that because that was dope. I had it to where, and I don't want to say I had it at a restaurant like this, but I had it at um, a function. So, um, and it was a whole crab, and I was trying to figure out how to get to because I knew that there was more meat than was in the legs, you know. But I started getting into stuff that I shouldn't have been eating. And I was like, oh, that's not crabby. That's not the good stuff. So it was dope to see the presentation he did and how he broke everything down. Um, And uh, the presentation was dope. I mean, obviously having those scissors, I got to get some of those. Not that I, you know, make crab at home. But, um, you know, I'm just thinking like when I go in a restaurant, I get crab legs and you got the thing and it's just everywhere. Like those scissors are great. You just cut it like, you know, like a like an art project. I feel like I, I equate that to you going to a, a pool hall and bringing your own cue. Yeah. So it's like I'm bringing my own scissors right Dude, here. I'm telling you, the next time I have crab, I'm bringing, I'm going to find those and I'm going to bring them <laughs> and I'm going to have the best meal ever because it's going to be amazing. So um, he shows them. Some of them are obviously very squeamish because, you know, when you're dealing with crabs, you're dealing with them live. So they were having a hard time. Uh, Mark was very comfortable. He's one of the ones that was very comfortable in that. He's from that area. He mentioned about, you know, do this all the time, you know. And so you could tell by the people that live by the ocean, um, they were very comfortable uh, in dealing with it. Some of the people that were more inland were having a tough time. Um, I felt like this 
easier than doing lobster, where you actually have to make that killing stroke in a lobster before you yes. put it in the water. This, you can stick it all whole, intact, alive yes. in the water. So I feel like, I mean, other than just getting out of the tank, which is kind of, uh, can be a degree of squeamishness for somebody. Sure. At least you're not having to, like, deliberately, like, chop something and... Well, he made it. I mean, obviously, it's not as easy as what he made it, but he made it seem very easy. Yes, I mean, he, way he makes everything seem so easy. But that particular part, I was like, oh, I could, I could do that. Like how he just twists it off the legs and like just the the whole motion. Like it was, it seemed like it was very. If you know what you're doing, it was very easy. That uh, where he gets the thumbs and then he pops. Yeah, that I was like, all right, I've yeah. never seen that. All exactly. Right. Yeah, that was pretty dope. So. Um, we see uh, uh, Shanika is, is was kind of talking to herself. Well, at first, seemed like it was like, okay, this is this is gonna be a problem. She's having difficulty, but then we come to find out later that she's allergic. Yes, to shellfish, which I thought I if I was allergic to shellfish, I would immediately be like, uh, excuse me, um, yeah, I can't. This is I'm allergic, so. Just to let them know, not to say that I would want to forfeit because I wouldn't want to go home as a result, but I would let them know, like, it would be difficult for me. And I think the fact um, she, I mean, obviously let them know when they came and talked to her, I just would have done it sooner. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> they, they thought like, oh, she's struggling. And, and they didn't know why until they kind of went to her station. And she's like, yo, I'm allergic. And they're like, oh, wow. Well, you're like really doing well. Da, 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 da. And, you know, she got good marks. True. Because, I, I, I mean... It, even if I was allergic, I mean, I'd have to eat it to really suffer it. Me just touching it is not going to do me anything. Well, some people, they if they touch it, they can get uh, sick. Like, and, oh, really? Yeah. Just like the hives and all that stuff? And then I, you get I've reaction. heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah, even by touching it. Some people, I mean, this is like really extreme, but like uh, smelling it or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can it can happen. So, but kudos to her uh, for, you know, doing well. Uh, Farhan, he gets roasted um, by Chef Ramsey um, because he finished early and kind of just sat there. And you should never do that as a chef. You should always double check, triple check, use that time wisely. Yeah, I cannot and, believe you. Yeah. Especially in a competition like that, right. I'd be looking over everything. And he all, even said that he's a meticulous person because of the type of job that he has. So when he finished early, I was like, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. Sure enough. When Ramsey inspects, um, did he do the blue light on him? Yep. Boom. <laughs> bring the lights down. And I'm yeah. like, why is he bringing the lights down? And he literally brings that thing out and like waves it over. And he's like, oh, there's a shell. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, this is, I wonder if he did that to everybody. I don't, I'm wondering if he, you know, I don't know. I mean, they edit a lot. So I'm just wondering, because I would think that it would be pretty messed up if he just did it to certain people. That's true. You know? Because um, it would be hard to, to, to see otherwise. Um, so he wasn't safe. He ended up having to stay down. Um, uh, poor Jerron. He left a whole leg out. That was pretty bad. Like, he literally, like, the leg was just, crab was just kind of chilling. And they're like, what, what's this? And I mean, because like, he said that, he, that his crab was missing one leg. So uh -huh. to give it symmetry, he left that one out. Right. I mean, I can't. I can see his point of view. You want right. to make it look, like, Presentable. right? Yeah. I mean, it would seem weird to have... Because then the other, the flip side is great. Uh, wait, you only have one of this. Where's the other one? Uh, my crab didn't have it, and then you could get knocked for for well, that. I would think. Well, then not hide it. Like, don't have it out That's of the true. open. That's the yeah. thing. Because yeah. he just had it chilling, like right there. They're gonna <laughs> obviously gonna come up and be like, "Dude, what are you doing? Like, what is going on here?" Um, and so um, uh, Chelsea 
uh, ended up doing the best out of everyone. So when they kind of went through everybody, um, Chelsea was the one that marked the best. Uh, and so we had nine people that were left uh, that had to do the elimination challenge after they went to everyone and kind of did the check and everything. Were you surprised with the people that were left uh, based on what we've seen so far? Well, I mean, because I feel like this is not really... I mean, it's cooking per se because sure. it's like just preparation. But you are not actually get to see them executing a dish. It's just seeing a skill, right? Put a work. So for this, I, I have to admit, I wouldn't wouldn't have been by, surprised at anybody that had been down there, mm-hmm. and anybody, I because I didn't look at anybody like, oh yeah, I can start picking out obvious people that were going to go up upstairs and be safe. I, it could have been anybody in mm. either position, and I don't know if I would have necessarily been surprised. I see. At I least see. at this point in the competition, later on, if they'd done this kind of skills test, I would be like, oh, yeah, well, based on what I've seen so far this season, yeah, I'm surprised that this person did so poorly. I, I think for me, um, I was surprised that there were – well, I didn't from – I did not see from what I saw. What I, did not see from what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> Starting, um, I didn't see anyone that was uh, used to being living by the ocean that we know of that ended up getting held back. I will say that. So everyone that was pretty familiar with you know shellfish, mainly crab, made it up to the top, except for a boy uh, from Houston, which uh, one? the African American uh, gentleman. Of the long hair, he got knocked down because there was a little bit of crab shell. In Are you his... talking away? Who? Let's see. He but Houston is not Houston is not by the ocean though. But I guess he said he worked a lot with it. Oh yeah, but see, I mean, you say that and then I'm just right. saying, like, I, okay. <laughs> and I don't really think that because I mean, when you live there, you're used to dealing with it all the time, like from a little kid on up, even yeah. before you start cooking. So yeah, he said he did, but I don't know. Um, so we get into the elimination challenge and it is a crab Benedict that they have to make. If you had that? Absolutely. First of all, I love eggs Benedict just in general and crab Benedict. Yes, absolutely. I love, I was even thinking about doing a special segment where I brought in a crabs Benedict, but I ate it. So it didn't make it here. (laughs) So the special segment is not happening. But I've never, I did not hear of it until, until that episode. I mean, I've always heard of Eggs Benedict, but I never knew that there was a Crab Benedict. There's Well, there's so many. I mean, I've had one with, like, pot roast. <laughs> that one was it, was, it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. Um, the best one I've probably had is either the Crab Benedict or the one with the lox, um, the salmon. Those are good, too. Um, is it all just the same preparation, except you're just swiping whatever? The protein. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. You're always going to have the hollandaise. You're always going to have uh, the egg cooked that way. Um, you're always going to have the English muffin there. Um, those. That's kind of the standard. And then you just switch out the protein and kind of go from there. I'm going to be true and honest with you right now here, Lem, because yeah, I've been lying to you, Do you know, the Do whole time it. we've known each other. I'm really not the hard-boiled, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the poached, poached eggs. I'm not really. I'm not really into them. Really, I don't. I don't because I feel. Why like, are you prejudiced against poached eggs? I feel like when you when you cut it open, I, I guess if you like the taste of the yolk, uh-huh. I guess you're that. Then you're then you love it. Then you love it. But I feel like for me, it's always just like I want more seasoning on the yolk. I want it to taste more flavorful, and it just doesn't do much for me. So I'm like, why am I eating this? Well, I will say this: the only time I ever will have a poached egg is on an eggs benedict. So I don't usually get it like if I'm getting like just 
a bacon and eggs or just whatever, like a just breakfast, I'm always going to get it fried. Like my boy, Jerron, who said, he's like, I don't know about post eggs because I'm from the hood. That was my favorite part ever because it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, man, from the hood. We fry them things hard. I do like that they cut up to the balcony yeah, and there's yeah, yeah. like, she's like, yeah, preach it, preach. Because, I mean... I, I never, I mean, that's I grew up in the hood. I mean, it was a little, little rough, but I didn't know anything about no post eggs. Like, we either had scrambled or fried. I mean, that was it. There was no other preparation, you know, and mainly for us, it was scrambled because we had a big family. So it was just the easiest way to prepare them. So I felt him when he said, you know, he doesn't know anything about post eggs. So I will say that. Um, it is the thing that I'm not that interested in eating, but it is so cool to watch them make. Yes, it is. It is with that swirl of yes. water and then you kind of put it in there. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, it's a little tricky. You know, probably I'm trying to think of what would be like harder as far as making egg because you got fried, you got, you know, hard boiled egg, which kind of is pretty simple. Scrambled. Sunny side up. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the same. I think prob- that would probably, I mean, there's some probably super technical way to make eggs that I have no clue about. But from what I know of, I think poached is probably the most difficult. Um, and it seemed like, uh, speaking of, uh, Alusala uh, was having a hard time. She was struggling. Uh, and I really felt bad because she like started and she had to keep starting over and she was on like her fifth egg before she finished. And when she was done, only had one. Yeah. And didn't serve it on the right plate. Yes. Uh. I felt real. And see, I really I really liked her because when we first saw her, she's the one that's the bus driver. I really felt her story. I felt connected to her story. Um, you know, single mom. She's like, you know, 29. So I really was rooting for her. You know, I do. One thing I like about this show is I get attached to some of the people on there and their storylines and kind of what they're about. And uh I really with her. I was really like, I hope she makes it far because I think that she had, you know, she had a good heart about what she was doing. You could tell she was passionate about it. So when I saw her struggling, I was like, no, because especially when she brought up one, I was like, dude, I, <laughs> it's not looking good. Unless that's like the best eggs bending that they've ever had. I don't, I couldn't see her staying. Yeah, it's hard when you can't fulfill just the basic requirements, right? It's hard for I think it's hard for the judges to justify no matter how great it is. Absolutely. But given Absolutely. the way from the when she first got her white apron, how much the judges really reacted to what she prepared for them, mm-hmm. I thought she was going to go much farther in this competition because the way the judges raved about their, her food that she made for them. Yes, I was like, this is somebody that, that I can't see leaving so early in the mm-hmm. competition. Yeah, I mean, she just I mean, it got away from her. I mean, it really did. And because she struggled so much with it, that's what happened. And what's what's interesting is I thought because when they gave their critiques about what she had, they actually said um, the the one thing the the mainly what they said about it is that they, she wasn't on the black plate, um, so she did have the wrong plate, and that she was obviously missing one. But they didn't say anything really bad about the cook of the mm-hmm. expended it, which is why I thought like, oh well, because some people you know it wasn't too great on the cook. So I'm like, okay, if somebody cooks one really good and then someone has two that are trash, I would think I would go with the one, especially this early in the competition because yeah. you still have so many to go through. So um, I was still kind of hoping that she would uh, still be cool. Um, Stephanie, which was another one that was having a heart, she was just sweating. Like she was just, <laughs> she was, I was like, man, someone give her a fan because she was sweating re- profusely, like really bad. Um, Ryan, you know, felt very comfortable. Um, and so when we get into, um, you know, the presentation, of course, everyone goes up of the nine, 
Ralph goes first. Um, he does good. You know, just very kind of like, okay, this is good. Uh, Stephanie, she had really, she didn't have good hollandaise, which is very important in eggs Benedict because that kind of ties everything together. So if your sauce isn't, then it's just eggs and toast, really, and the, whatever protein it is. It is cool to be, that's another thing that is cool to watch, make them, watch them make. Yeah. The, the way, yeah, hot and cold, hot and cold, mm-hmm. hot and cold, just keep stirring like crazy. Right, right. It's almost like how you make whipped cream a little bit. Um, when you take like the heavy whipping cream and you kind of whip it up and make the whipped cream. Because um, I even said Gordon, maybe it was on MasterChef Junior, mm-hmm. make eggs, uh, his scrambled eggs. But he does a, a similar technique to the way he was doing the holiday sauce, where he'll cook it on the heat and take it off a little bit and stir it some more and bring it hot back and forth on, a, mm. on and off the heat. Interesting. Yeah, and it, uh, with a lot of butter in there, too. Oh, really? It looks so oh, good. Amazing. Of course. Um, we saw Farhan. He gave too much spice. And he's, the, you know, he, he's culture. He does the spicy food. So, but with that, they were like, nah, bruh, that was too, too much. Well, if you looked at his plate, yeah. there was just like paprika was, all over the place. It was like clumps of paprika. Like, <laughs> and on the, side, on the plate, there yeah, was just like, somebody just everywhere. sneezed paprika over right. it. It was like, come on, bruh. No, <laughs> that didn't work. Um, uh, Jerron, um, he had bad presentation uh, and he had inconsistencies with this cook. So his presentation was bad. And, like, it was just like, this wasn't done right, this wasn't done right. It was just very inconsistent. Which, going back to what we were saying earlier about Olushala, I was like, oh, okay. Um, He had two things that were bad. So he's definitely going home. And I was like, yo, I mean, we'll get to it in a second. But I really thought, when it got down to the bottom three and he was part of that, I thought, oh, he's he's done. He's done. I I don't know, because I felt like he was put in... I felt like Joe put him in there because it just felt like, I don't feel like your heart's in this. Because he mm-hmm. left that one one leg off. Right. Because it didn't seem like, you know, what he prepared didn't seem they have any objection to. It was just that they left that he left that leg off. Right. It didn't seem like your heart and your head's in the game or whatever. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep you in. The challenge, I'm like, oh, all right. So I wasn't sweating him too much when he got placed down so low. Into the bottom three, yes. though? Okay. Uh, Samantha does well. Uh, Matt does okay. Ryan is, uh, he was near perfect. He was the one that felt comfortable. So that didn't surprise me. Um, Derek did cool. And then, uh, we talked about Ushula and what happened with her. So what, real quick, what are your thoughts on Derek? I, I'm so far. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of getting irritated by him. I mean, I don't really have like any uh, bias or uh, I shouldn't say bias opinion about him yet. I think it's still early. Um, I mean, there's some people that I feel more strongly like Alushala was one that I felt like, okay, I'm rooting for her. Um, I do like Jerron. I think like um, based on like, especially when, like you were saying how he said, oh, heart's not into it. And he like wanted to make up for that. Like Mm -hmm. he felt bad that he said that when, like you said, his thing was correcting it. Okay, well, I'm I'm missing one leg. I'm gonna leave one leg off. That's going to give me what I need. And it ended up kind of backfiring, backfiring on him. So, but I do like his spirit and what he's about from what I've seen so far. So, um, yeah. But I mean, Derek, is, I don't know. I'm just kind of indifferent with him. Uh, I don't know. What, like, what do you think? There seems to be like a, a kind of cockiness that seems to pop up a little bit mm-hmm. in some of his little uh, uh, sound bites that he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for his little uh, little you know one on one interviews that kind of pop up, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. So I'm just getting this feeling about him. We'll mm-hmm. see if it plays out for the rest of the ceiling or if, uh, see, uh, season or if I change my tune and go like, oh, he's the greatest thing I've ever mm. seen. Speaking of feelings, um, yeah. 
Yeah, why don't we talk about uh, what's going on with AfterBuzz and, and those feelings? <laughs> yes, uh, folks. Uh, of course, Lem's talking about AfterBuzz because he loves it so much. And we know you're watching because you love it, too. Uh, and, you know, we don't just do this after show. There are so many other after shows that are going on. We have four studios, and they are packed uh, all night, every night. I uh, bringing you quality content about all these fantastic shows, whether it's going to be from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that serves our, works harder to serve their fans. And right now, we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. Besides helping us, which we greatly appreciate. You're already watching. We love that. But there's a little bit more that we could use your help with. And if you do, we've got something in return for you. It's going to cater specific content that you already like directly to you. It's going to bring you your favorite after shows so you don't even have to seek them out anymore. And it suggests content from other channels or podcasts that might be of interest to you. So look at that. It's going to make looking for new stuff much easier for you. So subscribing to our YouTube channels will also help you discover new shows we're sure you're going to love. Since you're already tuned into the reality TV competition channel, you may like The Challenge. You may like The uh, the Four. You may like World of Dance or X on the Beach, hosted by none other and Lem right over here. Yeah. Bringing you that quality TV every <laughs> single week. Guests galore, sexiness, betrayal, backstabbing. <laughs> How can you not want to watch that? So look at that. If you subscribe, it's going to be delivered right to you. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, you know what? Don't worry about that. They're optional. So it's easy. Hit the subscribe button now and for an even, even easier AfterBuzz experience. And if you let us know that you did that in the comments, you know what? Lem's going to give you a personal shout out right on the air. And I tell you, nothing better than when Lem personally shouts out to you. <laughs> Uh, thanks for being the best fans, and we promise to continue doing our best to serve you. Yeah. Couldn't have done it better myself. You could have, Lem, but thanks for giving me a chance. <laughs> Shout out to Frank. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this dude right here. So um, we get into the bottom three, and uh, it is, which I wasn't surprised, uh, it wasn't uh, Alushala, uh, Jaren, and Stephanie. Um, so... What did you think about the bottom three when it came down to it after seeing kind of everyone put up their food? Did you think that was uh, should have been there? Do you think that someone else should have been in the bottom three? It, uh, no, I could see these three. It didn't surprise me that these three were the bottom. Mm-hmm. The twist this season where now it's not just one person eliminated after every competition, but two. Right. Uh, the, it makes it sadder because you know, like, uh, like Jaron and Alushala, I liked them both, mm-hmm. but I knew that only one of them is going to be able to stay. And so. As much as I like the Lucilla, I just like given how we were talking about she only brought in one crab benedict. So and not even on the right plate. I was like, eh, if you have to lose two, she just didn't do enough to be singled out as a one individual to get to go upstairs. I think, in my opinion, of the three, I think, you know, Jerron obviously was safe, but I think Stephanie should have been saved. Really? Yes, because based on she the only thing that they said about her was that she didn't have good holidays. Which is obviously a key component in it. But if you looked at the three, so Stephanie didn't have good holidays. Uh, Jerron had bad presentation and inconsistency in his cook. And of course, Lucilla uh, left her, didn't have the right plate, and was missing a whole Benedict. So my thing was like, okay, of those two, then Jerron should have gone and then Lucilla. Because to me, that was the most egregious uh, mm. of mistakes made. Stephanie was just not having a good holidays. I'm like, are you serious? Now, it could have been because, you know, Jerron, maybe he, they felt like he wanted more and maybe he would fight more. Maybe Stephanie didn't have the fight in her. I don't know. It could have been on that. But um, just on the cook from what we saw, I felt like Stephanie should have stayed. But what, I, what do you think is more essential to a Benedict like that? Is it the egg or is it the hollandaise sauce? 
I mean, it, it, it ties into both. I mean, the Hollandaise is important, as I said before, because without the Hollandaise, it's basically an open-faced egg sandwich. <laughs> it's really what it is, because English muffin, the protein, whatever it is, and it's the egg. So the Hollandaise kind of turns it into the eggs Benedict, in my opinion. So um, along with the other, you know, spices and ingredients that are used. So I guess you could make a case for that, because if the Holland, but it wasn't like she left it off. They're yeah. just saying it just wasn't that good. It just wasn't that flavorful. So I don't know. Um, I mean, that's my opinion. Do you think that the two that went home should have gone home? I, yeah, I, well, I mean, if I, if I could have picked, I would have, I would have liked to have kept Alushala, but there's just, you know, with her, as we talked about, I, there's just no way you could have kept her. It would have felt weird to justify, for the judges to have to justify that choice. True. Let me ask you real quick, though, about yes. how do you feel about the way they're eliminating? Because it's one thing where the judges pick their, their, their teams of eight, but they're also responsible for eliminating people. I feel like it's kind of weird when you've picked your teams, but yes. then you also have to eliminate them. Where it's in a sense where Ink Master did it one season where they had the judges, they picked their teams and they went head to head, but they're also eliminating them along with uh, uh, every week. And I felt like that season wasn't as successful. They did a follow up season where they brought in former winners and they picked the teams. Hmm. And so they kind of did the same concept, but the judges could just remain the judges and had no personal stakes in any of the teams. And I felt that was a much more successful execution of that concept. So how are you liking the the idea of the judges not only picking the teams, but then also eliminating people? That's a great question. I'm glad you posed that because I have been kind of thinking about that, you know, when they decide to make these decisions. Um, I immediately go to uh, The Voice, right? And so with The Voice, you have, you know, four judges, and then they pick their kind of their, their people that go along with them, um, the people that they want to be on their teams, and they kind of mentor them. But they aren't the one that decide who will go home. It's, you know, I mean partly in the conversation they have to choose between, you know, this person, that person. But then when it comes down to it, then the, um, the audience and basically America chooses. So here there is no voting that takes place. It's just, they decide who goes home. So I, I feel like it's, it could be a conflict of interest, but it's not like, um, I mean, obviously if, if you're, if you're a person that you chose is the winner, let's say they end up winning. Obviously, you're going to be like, yeah, I picked that person. You know, so you feel like there might be some bragging rights there. But I feel like with, you know, them knowing what they want to be the the best person, I don't think the teams, I think the teams kind of just add something to the show. But I don't think they're, um, I think it just gives them direction as far as coaching. So, like, when they go talk to someone, they're going to go talk to somebody from their team. Like, if they see somebody mess up, they're going to be like, hey, you're on my team. Like, you got to get together as a form of reference. You know what I mean? So I think when it comes down to, like, let's say the bottom three, I don't think that they're like, I gotta, that's my person. They need to stay. Like, I feel like they're fair in who they assess, who goes home or, or what have you. Um, that's why I feel like as far as it's going to go. But I also feel like I can already predict the end of the season. Where the producers and the judges are going to make sure that each one of them has a horse in the race oh. for that. So, no matter no matter what, there I feel like a better cook is going to go home just for the sake of making sure that each judge judge has one chef. You think so? I think so. I, that's it, it. Happened even on the the more successful execution of Ink Master. Mm-hmm. They made sure that every returning uh, uh, winner who picked their teams each had a person in the final. And I felt like it was so bad right at the sh- episode right before the final that clearly there was one 
there was one per- person that was much more talented ah. that got the boot because it would have doubled up one particular judge and eliminated the other one. Interesting. So it's like, oh, man, I feel like we're going to just see this where at the end we're going to make sure that each judge has someone contested. You could be right because going back to The Voice, the example I was giving – I've seen plenty of times where it's not like the the top the the top four are have a judge each judge because they don't have any control. It's the America, mm-hmm. so I've seen people like don't have a stake in the race, and there's like four people, and three of them could be for one you know one judge because that's kind of how it's gone. So I think you could be right. I think you could be right, and it would make sense that when it comes down to the top three. That it is from each judge. I already know it, and it's going to be a bummer. I bet you that right that episode right before the finale, there's going to be one person. I think we're going to be like, why did this How person did get eliminated? Ah, oh, that's that's a good prediction. That's a good prediction. I'm wondering if it, if it ends up going that way. But you, like I said, you might be right, and it would make sense for the show it, because of how they've done it that these judges have someone when it comes. But I will say this though, they're eliminating two, so. I mean, that's kind of an even number. So to get to the top three, I don't know. Like, it could it could work either way. I mean, based on the eliminations, does everyone still... I can't remember if everyone still has an even number of people. Well, they, so they've eliminated four people so far. Right. So that means that... Uh, but I'm saying, is yeah. does, does someone have three eliminated already from their team? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I would have to go back and look at the numbers. Because if it's one, one, and two... Then, then they're probably following along with that. Yeah, with that. Uh, that I don't know. That, I mean, we won't come against that until like later on in this in the season. But that'll be interesting if that happens. I think you might be right. I think you might be right. I can't imagine they're going to do two people every single week because I think you're going to burn through it too quick. I think when it gets down to like the final ten, that maybe they knock it down to one. Person. I think could be, could be. Well, we'll see. No, we'll, we'll see. Do you have any front runners right now? Um, <laughs> no, I don't have any front runners right now. I don't. I haven't seen anyone to me like stand out. I have people that I don't like, which is <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> I just don't like him. I don't like I, his attitude. I don't. I mean, you know, I, I'm with you right there. Yeah, I, I want him to go, and I want him to go fast. Yeah. So I, I, I don't want him to win. Um, I, I mean, like I said, probably by next episode, especially the next episode is the team challenge. So we really see them working together as a team, which obviously separates, you know, them. I mean, because then people, they start turning on each other. Oh, they play the blame game. Mm-hmm. and It's not my fault. And, you know, so I think we see people's true colors. I think everybody's kind of nice right now. Um, but I think we see people's true colors when that happens. So I think th- at that point, I'll be like, okay, I really like this person or I really don't like this person because they throw them under the bus and da, 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 da. So I think. Ask me that question next week, and we'll see from there. All right. You know, the one person I'm kind of intrigued by is uh, Caesar, because uh, he mentioned that he has, like, a photographic memory. Oh, yes, yes. And I was like, that is intriguing. I've never really had anybody bring up that aspect in a cooking competition. Right. Yeah, I thought I thought the same thing. And he's like, that's what helped me, because he's the one that made it up to the top. So yeah. I like, don't know. If you're trying to recreate all these things, and you can just remember, right. you know, instantly memorize everything that's been happening. Exactly. I mean, but also, I mean, that can help, but it can also hinder because photographic memory is not going to help you cook. You know, it's not going to help you taste your food. I mean, so it can come into presentation, but also presentation is just one aspect of the dish. Very true. So it's got to taste good. Got- <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day. Okay. It's got to taste good. Not a mm-hmm. picture. It's got to taste good. Yeah. It be edible. And as soon as we have a guest, I know we all want to talk about like how long 
do they are they eating cold food? I want to know if those judges are eating cold food. You know, I was thinking about that because they go through a lot of dishes, and I think I, I'm wondering because if they are eating cold food, also the cook on the food, how that can vary. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you if you're like your lamb or whatever has been perfectly rested, yeah. but also you go last, it could go to overcook. Exactly. That I'm, that's that's an interesting because that wouldn't be fair. Yeah, that wouldn't be fair. There has to be something that they do to gauge. So, I mean, that's interesting. What I was thinking, I was thinking that same thing. I was thinking that they have another dish um, that they maybe, I don't know, like, I don't know, have on deck or in the microwave. I don't know. <laughs> in the microwave. There you go. <laughs> eat it up. It's not time to eat it. Like, <laughs> that would be terrible. I don't think that. I promise. Um, but I feel like there's there's something that they have to do to make sure. Because when you look at some of the other, you know, cooking shows, it kind of is not as many. Like, you look at Chopped, for instance. You know, you got four people it starts off with, and then it goes down to two. So they're not waiting that long to taste each dish. True. Whereas in this case, with the elimination round, that where they tasted the food, that was nine dishes that they had to go through. And then the camera has to, they have to take a picture of the dish. They have to do, I, you know what I'm saying? All these different things. They have to get the camera angle. So that's why I'm like, there has to be something that they're doing to make sure that everything is, is fair yeah. to each person. Uh, shout out to former... Uh, Master Chef Kitchen competitor Manny, who was on I think a couple seasons. Of course, he last season, the season before, uh-huh. but he's now on the season of Next Food Network star. Oh, dope! Yeah, dope. So we'll uh, see. He's a uh, fireman from Florida. We'll see how he does this time around. Okay, on a different challenge. Shout out to Manny, and shout out to all of our fans. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Um, and uh, next week, I have a sneaky suspicion that we're going to have a guest. I'm just saying. So, right. Um, And we're also going to have a special segment and something that we're going to be doing ongoing. So, again, we appreciate you tuning in and being with us. I have been your host, Lem Gonzalez, and you can find me always on. (laughs) (laughs) It was so loud coming right here. That's right. (laughs) You can find me at The Poet Saint. That's The Poet Saint. And also, you can check out my website, stayonthemic.com. Where are you at, Frank? Exclusive. Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jackie. I have fallen behind on my uh, pictures of food. I need to get back on that uh, that bandwagon there. Yeah, you need to get on it. So. Yeah, I, yeah, I know you've really liked all those photos I posted. Yes. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> make sure you comment on our YouTube channel, folks, so you can get Lem to give you a personal shout-out. It's going to make your week. Trust me. All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Express herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.